When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. Here we will discuss the best options for the captaincy for the season opening set of fixtures. My name is Joe and joining me each week this season to discuss the best armband candidates is Fantasy Football Scout Deputy Editor Tom Freeman. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Joe. Um, three days to go. It's getting very real now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's busy on the site. You know, loads of pre-season coverage going up. Scout reports on all the new signings. So, yeah. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Excited. Good stuff. And I know something we'll talk about um, during the show is uh, the pre-season content. I know I flagged it up on the Scoutcast last night as well, but um, yourself and Neil have been compiling that. So it'll be good to get a bit more on that. Um, so first off, um, I have had about a million players in my team. Well, about 50 <laughs> over the course of the summer, in and out, all changing, different strategies. One thing has not changed. That has been Mohamed Salah has been in my team and he's always had the captain arm on him. I have not wavered once iota since June the 20, whenever it was, the game launched. So let's put a picture of him up. And the simple question is, <laughs> Liverpool, arguably the best fixture against Norwich. Um, I expect Salah to be well captained. Is that for good reason? Or is Mane a better option? Anyway, Salah for the armband, what do you think? Yeah, I think the matchup is is really appealing. It, it ticks a lot of boxes. Um, Norwich, they came up from the championship with a respectable defensive record. I think they kept about 18 clean sheets, which was a little bit short of Watford, but, but still okay. But they have had pre-season issues. They had a COVID outbreak um, recently, which I think Daniel Farkas spoke quite extensively about after the friendly at the weekend saying it really disrupted them had an effect on their fitness um they've also had their, their centre-back partnership last year when they came up was Hanley and Gibson now Hanley hasn't been able to play any pre-season minutes um Gibson I think played the, the first game at the weekend so there's issues at the back um, which may open up um, a start for the £4 million centre-back. Um, and I know Farker has experimented with a three a little bit as well. So I think a lot points towards Salah. Um, with that, you know, Norwich, they, they, they had a pre-season friendly at the weekend. They lost 3-0 to Newcastle. You know, um, I'm not sure how much you read into friendlies, Joe, but, um, you know, you've got to take all that information on board. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, you know, Salah's record speak for itself, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, um, I mean, I look at it for, for form 
And if we are looking at form and we do want a captain Liverpool player, um, Mane's been scoring, Jota's been scoring, Firmino's been scoring, but Salah hasn't been scoring. So is Salah really the best Liverpool asset? Should we be looking at Mane? What, while you talk, I've got some stats I'll put up on the screen. Just I've just pulled out some sort of potential captaincy options and this is their expected goal involvement over last season so yeah I mean it's it's Mane or someone else I mean well Mane really would he be a good alternative to Salah? I think he's quite an interesting alternative I mean he had a difficult season last year but he did pick up towards the end um, he actually finished quite strongly with a few goals and assists he's got very low ownership in the game at the moment um I don't think we should read too much into that at the moment, but it's just interesting. I think he's sat in under 5% of teams at the moment. Um, and he's had a good pre-season, like you say. You know, he's um, he's been assisting, he's, he's scored. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he scored against Stuttgart and I think Hertha Berlin as well. Mm. So he looks good in that aspect. But the, the key thing with Salah is the penalties. You know, mm. if Milner isn't on the pitch... Um, which we don't think he will be. You know, this Robertson injury has mm. maybe thrown up a spot at left back, but the general consensus amongst the fans is that Simiakis will will get the nod there. Mm. He, he performed well last night in a pre-season friendly. So I think Salah definitely gives... It, Salah's got the edge there for me, but but that's not to say Mane isn't a good good option in his own right. Yeah, no, I think he is. I, I know on the scout cast last night, Mane was in Andy's team, and I thought it was quite a shrewd move. Because um, yeah. he has been, I mean, Mane has been good for a number of seasons, and last season he arguably had that that dip. Um, but by his standards, but he still still did well. So the, the figure, um, expected goal involvement, Salah is top. This is why everyone's considering him. Um, expected to be involved in uh, twenty six goals last season. Uh, he scored twenty two um, and five assists, so pretty much on on course really. Um, but then moving down, Firmino, not too shabby though. Um, just seven assists and 11 goals, but he's expected to be involved in getting on for 20 goals. Um, so, you know, even by his now, that's a poor season for Mane, but it's still pretty good. Um, and Firmino, not to be ignored. I don't know whether Firmino or Jota will start, but there's certainly, there's certainly evidence there. I think I, I'm quite a safe manager. I'm going to captain Salah. And I, I, I imagine you probably will as well. Um, but there are other managers out there who are thinking, no, I want to do something a bit different. I want to get, I want to try and do something different for the first game week. I think Mane could be the one. Yeah, I think I think there's definite merit in in looking at him. I think that what you spoke about Firmino and um, and Jota then, and and that's the difficult one, isn't it? Because I think everybody had thought Jota was in line to start. Mm. Um, he'd been performing well in pre-season, and then Firmino pops up last night with a couple against Osasuna, and it just makes you think just makes you question it a little mm. bit um so i think i think salah's the standout this week but if yeah. you do fancy doing something a little bit different then then i can i can totally see the appeal in somebody like Mane as well certainly and also what we think about left and the right as well so i'm trying to remember where um so salah you would imagine being fed by alexander arnold um is that right and then Mane would be fed by Simiakis or whoever's replacing Robertson. So do you think that is an yeah. issue as well? Well, I think Mane improves with Alexander-Arnold on the pitch because oh. of those diagonal oh. balls that right. he plays Got to him across it. Ah, so, okay. so I really like that kind of setup mm. when they play. Is the lack of Robertson going to affect Salah? Mm. We don't know. I mean, Simiakis put in a lovely ball for Firmino last night and assisted. Um, 
I don't think he's at the levels of Robertson. I don't think we need to look too deep into that at the moment. I think it's an interesting point. But, um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the matchups, we've got Mane up against Aaron's at Norwich. Um, Salah will be up against the left back Gianulis. Um, you know, I think I think there's interesting points for Mane, um, but but I do think Salah is, is is just a little bit clear this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the stats point to it, it's the fixture as well. In the chat as well. Now I haven't verified this, so John has in the chat has caught me off guard. Um, but Salah didn't score in pre-season last season. He was saying. Okay. Uh, then scored a hatchery against Leeds. So we know about the hatchery against Leeds, but I yeah, haven't yeah. haven't got to hand the preseason for last year. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not that organised. No, I've got this season. No, but... <laughs> um, you put us on the spot there, John. So I'm I'm going to sort of semi take your word for that, um, but it's something well, to look well, into. I, th- I think it's a really good point. It highlights what Salah is capable of and how much we should read into mm. preseason as yeah. well. You know, um, it's a very different. A very different game in game week one, you know, friendly, so many substitutions, you know, the teams are changing their teams within 60 minutes of the match. So um, we all know what Salah can do. I think a few people went with Aubameyang um, last year in game week one and, and found out the hard way about that. So, um okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's quite clear for me. Okay, well, let, let's move on. There's a couple of other names in this expected goal involvement table from from last season. Um, Vernon Mount. I I don't anticipate many captaining them, but I wanted to highlight them in because of Chelsea and um, Chelsea at home to Palace. It, it looks it looks very enticing, uh, but who to captain for them? So. Lukaku, you would, I think it's been said that he's not going to be ready for a game or two uh, for them. Um, so that's unlikely. Um, yeah, Chelsea options. I mean, are, are they worth considering? And uh, who, who would be the best one to captain? I think for me, you'd be looking at Havertz. Um, and I do like the matchup. You know, Palace, they've got a lot of new signings in, new manager. Um, I'm not quite convinced about the midfield setup they've got if they'll offer enough protection so it is a very good fixture for a, a very good Chelsea side um, I like Havertz we read we, we ran a great expectations piece mm. on the site on him over the summer um, trying to look at if he could break out and have that that really good season when he hits 20 goals now you mentioned Lukaku there Joe and that is obviously going to impact him Um he had, a, he had a tough season last year, Havertz, for most of it. Under Lampard, he, he struggled. He then had a co- he had COVID um, and long COVID, I think, as well. He then got injured when Tuchel came in. But then once he got fit again, he, he really settled into that 3-4-2-1 system. He was playing as a false nine, bit of a number 10 as well. But Lukaku, come, you've got to think he's going to take the number nine spot when he's ready. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, with Havertz kind of dropping him behind. But for this match, mm. perhaps that isn't an issue. Um, you would be surprised. I mean, there's a Super Cup match tomorrow. We would be surprised if Lukaku features at the weekend. I don't even think the signing's been confirmed yet from from their end. So I think there's a lot going for Havertz. He put up great numbers towards the end of last season. It's just always that risk and that element in the back of your mind. You know, you just early substitution, maybe. You know, it, it, for, I would be happy having Havertz in my team this week, but for captaincy. Maybe a bit too much of a stretch, I think. Yeah, I think it is as well. And also, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of chat at the moment about Salah um, for the captaincy. And it is just that fear of missing out. We know what he can do. We know what he did last season at the beginning. And he's, he, he, he starts seasons well. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it, you've, got, you've, you've got to be brave. <laughs> and I say brave, that, that makes it sound like it's a negative to Captain Salah, like you're somehow not brave. But you maybe mad is <laughs> maybe a better word to not Captain Salah. There are other options. And uh, let's put this fella up, Fernandez. He's hair-raising. I've got the picture of him in here. He's, yeah, very hair-raising. Um, so he... Uh, is at home to an attacking but very porous lead side. Um, Fernandez has a double-digit haul in him, as we know. All it takes is a penalty, a few bonus. There we go. Um, could he be the captain that gets away from us all in game week one? What do we think? Fernandez for the armband? Yeah, I think behind Salah, he would probably be my my number two two choice this week. He um, He did really well against Leeds in the reverse fixture last year and I think Leeds my perception was that they improved defensively as the season went on I think Seb had um, maybe said that they were a little bit fortunate at times in the second half of last season but certainly looking at the goals conceded column it seemed to improve anyway Um, and they did look vulnerable quite often from set plays as well Um, you know Fernandez is is probably going to be on free kicks I think Shaw's taken at most of the corners these days, but he might be there on one or two. He's got the penalties, like you say. And, you know, the thing is with Leeds is it's a bit non-negotiable in the mm-hmm. Bielsa. They play in that set way, don't they? They're going to they're gonna attack. They're going to get bodies forward. And that might play into Fernandez's hands. Um, so I think there's, you know, I think he's a very, very good option mm-hmm. yeah, this week. I don't think, not quite Salah levels, no. but, but there's certainly a lot going for him. Yeah. He, he's my vice captain at the moment. Um, yeah. I, I can, if something happened with Salah, you know, he didn't didn't play for whatever reason. Um, I I feel always feel confident with Fernandez as a vice captain, um, if if not a captain other weeks. So yeah, I, he feels reliable, doesn't he? he doesn't feel. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah. yeah, and there was the talk in the preseason about United moving to a four three three, and the immediate response was that oh Bruno's going to be shifted a bit deeper but certainly on the evidence of the weekend United played Everton in a pre-season friendly they beat them 4-0 Fernandez scored he was very advanced he was getting into the box certainly no evidence of that at the moment um and I think yeah he looks he looks a good option this week um and, and like you Joe I'll be sticking the vice on him as well yeah. I think um, let's go back to those stats again to see to highlight Fernandez there. Yeah, um, he's just behind Salah in terms of expected goal involvement. Um, and uh, above Kane, above Vardy, above Mane, um, and of course those Chelsea lads, <laughs> Werner and Mount, who we don't anticipate many captaining. Um, let's look back at the fixtures then, because it, I mean, it's, it, I, because of Salah's dominance, I mean, we can see that in the fantasy football scout poll for the captaincy, there's, and you know the chat on Twitter. Um, he's you know going to be the, the top choice, you would imagine. But um, looking at the fixtures, there are other options there. So just looking at them, are there any other for those who want to you know live life a bit dangerously? Any other potential armband options there? I think. The the other fixture which we haven't talked about, which stands out, is is probably that Leicester Wolves fixture. Mm. Um, they won at the weekend. They won the Community Shield. I think they've made some good signings, and, and Leicester normally start pretty well under Rodgers. Um, so looking at that fixture, then you start looking at Leicester's options. Well, they've Ian Acho. I don't think is an option now because they've shifted formation, um, or at least it looks that way. They've been playing a 4-2-3-1, which means there's only room for one forward, and that has been Vardy in pre-season. 
So um, then you start looking at other options. Vardy, I don't think, has quite looked himself for a while now, to be honest. So I'm not quite as keen on that. Um, I like Harvey Barnes a lot. Mm. Looks lively. Um, I think people forget how well he did last year before he got injured um, under Rodgers. There was a spell of 10 or 11 games where he, he, he was really doing well. Um, I think the opposition Wolves have got a new manager, Bruno Larg. Mm-hmm. Um who likes to get his fullbacks high up the pitch and that might play into somebody like Barnes's hands. Um, would I captain him again? No, I wouldn't. No. Um, but if you're asking be, me... Yeah, potentially yeah, own, definitely, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Vardy, I'm not so keen on this week, um, but certainly from that Leicester match, um, the, sorry, the Leicester match would be mm. the fixture I'd be looking okay. at outside of the three we mentioned before. Okay. So. Um, any any others there? I mean, Antonio against Newcastle, Wilson against West Ham. He's got a record there, hasn't he? Two two good options up mm. front, definitely. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about the Spurs City game, Joe? Have you um, is that too tough? Too too close a match it's, up? Or? It's too tough to call. And when mm. matches are too tough to call, you know, I, I don't mind owning players there, but captaincy when you've got the when you've got Salah, Salah against the promoted side, you know, indeed, in, you know, indeed, in Manchester United against Leeds, um, Spurs, Manchester City. Yeah, I mean, there are options though, aren't there? Uh, Farron Torres could be up front. Um, uh, Mares um, could be a yeah. massively good option, and uh, we don't anticipate Kane to play. Apparently, he's going to be back in training, but um, so it looks like Son will be up front. And Son has scored, I think it's six goals against Man City in his career, three in the Champions League, and three in the league. So he's not he's not a stranger to scoring against Man City, and he, they are at home, and they'll have fans and. I sometimes the Spurs fans aren't happy, but uh, they could be happy this time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what, what, what do you reckon? Would you would you consider any Spurs or City? Um, City, I'd be looking at Mares. I think um, mm. he's had quite he's had a good preseason. Um, he's been getting minutes, and I think with doubts over Foden um, and De Bruyne, I think you would expect him to start. I think that one um, probably on penalties too. Um, you'd think. So Mares would be my pick from City, from Spurs. I think it would have to be Son, wouldn't it? Like mm. you say, Kane. There's no, the, you know, there's, there's talk of him getting back into training, but I would be very surprised if he's ready to play at the weekend. Mm. Um, Son up front, but it's against a City defence, which was pretty damn good last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, you know, I don't think you know. I think Son might come into the conversation game week three, four, five, possibly. Um, by which point Kane might be playing again. So, and, and yeah. that's why I'm a bit hesitant about putting Son into my team at the moment. I considered him for my game week one team, mm-hmm. um, but I'm thinking if Kane starts training again and comes back at kind of game week three. Am I gonna? I think he would always be my preferred captain mm. over Son. So that's what I mean. We're all going through this at the moment with our game week one yeah. teams, aren't we? We're kind of probably overthinking mm. a little bit about certain scenarios. But um, a, a good fixture for City, I su- uh, you know, uh, I suppose um, against Nuno, a new look uh, Nuno side, I suppose. But um, yeah, I think there are better options this week. Yeah, I mean, I think the rest of the fixtures, you know, the options to own, but I don't think any any offer a sort of captaincy shout in for a differential. Mm. Um, so, you know, for the Game Week 1 captaincy video, this is it, it's going to be quite a short one, really, not just because Salah is so overwhelming, maybe, but we don't have the, the, the vast array of stats to go on. We've got last season's ones, but they're an indicator 
like uh, pre-season as well. So, the, But before we go, is there anything else you wanted to, to mention particularly about the captaincy or just anything or that we haven't covered? I don't think so. I mean, just looking at the fixtures at the moment, um, Everton take on Southampton. Normally, you would at least kind of touch on that. But the fact Calvert-Lewin hasn't had a pre-season, I think Richarlison's back late after um, after his summer. I don't think there's really any options there, to be honest. Hammers, there's been talk of him going. So it's a shame we can't really kind of delve into that fixture a little bit more. more. But Villa at Watford, you know, Watkins picked up a knock at the weekend. I think Ings looks like a good player to to start with this week. But again, Salah Salah's such a good option yeah. this week. We, it's really hard to talk about too many other options, um, especially mid-price ones. Yeah, definitely. So the question is: Is Salah the best game we won, Captain? On paper, um, yes, he is undoubtedly. Um, especially uh, with that fear of missing out driving many of our decisions. But you know, there are other options. We're not. You know, we're quite quite safe managers um, uh, but there are others out there who, you know might want to take a bit of a risk so we've given some options hopefully but uh, for now Tom thanks so much for joining me um, and I can say to you I usually say to David this but I'll say it to you now and for the rest of this season I'm going to say Tom good luck with your game week captain cheers Jack thanks for having me on